Overboy Show. This is Antonio from No Marks Allowed. This is the most dangerous podcast in wrestling. Not going to talk your head off for two hours. I'm going to be in and out like a trap house. Then let's get straight to it. Because the WWE, always known for giving us the same shit over and over again. Like I made the meme. Apple, Jordan, and WWE. Or was it Jordan, Apple, WWE selling you the same shit over and over again? I made the meme. I do a lot of shit. So I'll forget stuff sometimes. But let's talk about WWE backlash. Because this is what WWE is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. And they kicked it off with a bang with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. And Seth is becoming one of the most annoying heels of all time. Uh, I mean, almost, he's more annoying than Baron Corbin. Because Seth is a fucking clown now. Like, he's wearing these goofy-ass outfits, claiming that he's the best, claiming that he's a drip god. No, you're the third bum-ass god. It should be bum-ass Seth Rollins instead of bum-ass Baron Corbin, Pat McAfee. You know Seth is an annoying hill when I'm cheering Cody Rhodes to actually win. Like, I'm cheering him for the Bucks or Kenny Omega. Babyface runs. Like... Seth is so fucking annoying, and I buried Cody so much, many times when I was actually rooting for Cody Rhodes in this match. And Seth, he's, he escaped a few times with his feet on the ropes. He escaped that diamond cutter, but Cody Rhodes proved that his AEW wrestling skills that he's bringing to WWE makes him a much better man than he was when he was Stardust. Like, this is why AEW was better than WWE. Cody came and beat Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins twice, two people that took Roman Reigns to the limit. Adam Cole went to AEW and lost to Orange Cassidy. CM Punk went to AEW and lost to NJF. So, you know, like, AEW is just a better wrestling company right now. But that doesn't stop WWE from being the biggest wrestling company. And when they want to turn it on, they can turn it on. And they turned it on at Backlash. And Cody Rhodes is on his way, possibly for having one of the biggest WrestleMania moments ever. If he can go in and win that money in the bank, keep that ace in the hole until WrestleMania 39, and if we get The Rock versus Roman, Cody can cash that bitch in. And... We'll all get what we want. Rock beats Roman. Cody cashes in and beats The Rock. The Rock wouldn't care. Rock is going to make his movie money anyway. And he would fulfill his obligation in beating Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes can conquer the Universal Champion. Set himself up for a match that he couldn't have with AEW after losing to Jericho. Because he had that match in his claws that if he lost the title match to Jericho, he would never wrestle for the AEW title again. And I say a lot of things about Cody, like saying that he's an average wrestler. But one thing about Cody that makes him good now is that experience he got from AEW, he learned a lot from the Sammies, from the Lance Archers, from the Scorpio Skies, from the Alistair Blacks. He know how to work multiple styles and now, arguably, you can say Cody Rhodes is WWE's most credible and best in-ring wrestler. Like Jim Cornette says, if you have an empty face in WWE, you have the empty paycheck. And Cody Rhodes always has 
a full-on face right now. You see what I'm saying? And Seth, I don't know where you go from here. You lost two in a row. Maybe you do a match with The Miz or maybe you do a match with Jake Paul. I mean, do a celebrity match or something. But you're no longer in the rankings, man. You lost to Cody Rhodes twice. Then before that, you lost to Roman. You just haven't gotten it done in your big matches. <laughs> superstars that we just known a year ago that's super over. You know what I mean? Like Darby Allen, Sammy Garver, Orange Cassidy. You see what I'm saying? Wardlow, NJF. And we still talking about Edge. But Edge did his fucking thing against AJ. And AJ would have had it, but it was a surprise. It was the person that the fans all wanted to join Edge. It was Rhea Ripley, and I love Rhea Ripley. She is such a vibe. I'm really digging her aggressiveness. I'm digging the way she dressed. And I couldn't... That was some slimy shit that Rhea Ripley did, but I can't really hate her for it because it's what the fans wanted. WWE is starting to listen to the fans. But AJ had a great match, man. The commentary was on point. WWE did its thing. And... Let's talk about the fucking women's match. The I quit match between Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. This was a match that didn't get talked about enough at WrestleMania. That match was so awesome. And I love how Charlotte started beating Ronda with the stick. And Ronda, she was like, are you, you quit, you quit. Ronda was like, no, bitch. You know what I mean? She grabbed the uh, Kendo stick and started whooping fucking, uh, Charlotte Flair with it. And Ronda Rousey has always been my fucking favorite female wrestler. Coming from a UFC background and a real sports background, I thought Ronda did extremely well coming to WWE with her innovative offense. And then she lost the big match at WrestleMania to Becky. But she did beat Alexa Bliss for the heavyweight title at SummerSlam. I was there. And Ronda, she just came back. Her and Becky came back and didn't miss a beat. And I love how Ronda Rousey had Charlotte in the hold and, and she had her in the armbar with the chair. She's like, do you quit? Do you say I quit? I quit. Charlotte was like, no, I don't quit. She was like, I hope you said, I, I was hoping you saying that. No, she was like, I was hoping you say that bitch and didn't crank their shit back. Man, Ronda did her thing. Charlotte did her thing too. And she made Charlotte say I quit now. I would have said I'll quit. Anybody would have said I'll quit. And Charlotte didn't have time to pass out from the arm bar or her arm snapped. That shit hurt. Now, I did hear that Charlotte's arm is broken, so she might be out for an extended amount of time. like to see um, what happens on SmackDown. But we got to get to the main event. 
And it was RK Bro against the Usos and the Tribal Alliance, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns and the Usos. And this match was awesome. Everybody got they shit off. RKO, I mean, Randy Orton got an RKO off. Riddle got his offense off. The Usos show why they're one of the best tag teams in the world, despite them being shown on, you know, WWE TV all the time against the New Day. The Usos are a great tag team. And Roman Reigns is improving as a heel and a top guy. I mean, his shit talking is up there. Like, that's one thing. Roman wasn't a good talker, but he always was a good explosive wrestler. But he could never talk shit or never do promos. Now his shit talking is up there with the best. Because you know he can fight. You know he's not scared of anybody. He can't be faded or he acts like he can't be faded. But now he's talking this shit to go with that. And we heard, this is awesome. This is awesome. And I ain't done for it. This shit is awesome. I didn't watch the highlights. I watched this whole fucking pay-per-view. I even watched the almost and um the almost and Bobby Lashley match, which was a good match. But man, Drew almost had Roman, man. And then he got distracted by the referee so he couldn't slam him through the table. So Roman ended up doing the choke slam on uh Drew McIntyre. Take a look at this sequence. Like, Drew fed up. He ain't get his WrestleMania moment. He won the title in front of no one. He is sick of Roman fucking Reigns. So he tried to end him right here. Watch this. I don't know if you can see because I got my heat blocker right here. So you might not see him go through the table. Let me move these. You probably still won't see because the speaker box is so fuck it. You watched it. You know what happened. Y'all niggas was giving spoilers too. Wham! Look at that shit. But I advise you to watch this whole pay-per-view. It was really good. And we got the This Is Awesome. This is all we want from WWE is to approve their product. It's nothing like... It's, it's, we don't have anything against WWE. We want WWE to be good. And this was a good pay-per-view. And like I said again, I sound like a broken record. Some cards that sound weak on paper are excellent in ring. So shout out to WWE back. Is this just me or is WWF much easier to say than WWE? If, you know, when I say WWE, it seems like I'm speeding up my speech a lot. Is anybody else like that?
Now let's get to the wrestler that's on everyone's bucket list. Now it's not Shawn Michaels as far as wrestling. It's not Kenny Omega. It's not Roman Reigns. It's the fucking god of this shit. Nick fucking Gage. Because when we see him go against Jericho and the labors of Jericho, Nick Gage versus, you know, John Moxley doesn't happen unless John Moxley wants to do it. He was one of the biggest stars in the WWE. Came to AEW, beat one of the biggest stars in history. A lot of people say is the GOAT, Chris Jericho, for the G AEW title. And this man wants to get down and dirty with Nick fucking Cage. WrestleMania weekend at Joey Janela's spring break. Not only does John Moxley want us to do it once, he wants to do it again because they had a rematch at Fight, Fight Club in Atlantic City. And then AEW Dynamite, the best wrestling show on TV, on TNT. One of Jericho's labors before he could fight NJF at WrestleMania, I mean at All Out, was to go against Nick Gage. And Nick Gage and Jericho doesn't happen unless Chris Jericho wants it. Now take a look at what Nick Gage had to say. A few days ago, maybe a week ago. Take a listen. It's the man, the king, the fucking god of this shit. Nick fucking Gage. And I want to give a shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. I want to give a shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells. Eastern Bloc. And I want to give a shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace. Big Nate Hatred. And rest in peace. My brother, Justice Payne, and I'm making this fucking video to let everybody know out there who wants to act like me, use the words that I use like me, well, guess what, you stupid motherfucker? You can't be me. I'm the greatest deathmatch wrestler alive. I'm the greatest deathmatch wrestler dead or alive. And you want to go out here and run your fucking mouth? Well, back that shit up, motherfucker, and come see me. Now, what wrestler that's not from GCW had to be running his mouth? Was it Matt Cardonia, who goes everywhere he wants, just won the NWA title? Is it John Moxley, the AEW champion, who took the GCW championship from him? Or... Is it someone else? Is it someone in the WWE? Is it someone in NWA? Is it someone in Impact? No, the rumors is it's a podcaster that used to be the booker for Ring of Honor, who's in the WWE Hall of Fame, one of the greatest tag teams of all time, top 10 for sure, one half of the Dudley brothers, Bully Ray Dudley. And who can forget that unforgettable promo when Bully Ray berated the fucking ECW audience that and didn't nobody want to say shit because Billy Ray would have went in that crowd and beat the shit out of him. He even threatened some of the crowd members to say something back and they didn't. Now he wants Nick Gage calling himself the Deathmatch King and Nick Gage you know he's not going to go for it. He's going to talk his shit back and Nick Gage and Bully Ray doesn't happen unless Bully Ray doesn't do it. I don't think Rhett Lauderdale's calling people in the WWE a Vince. Can I borrow Kevin Owens for Nick Gage? Can I borrow Edge for Nick Gage? 
Hey, Busted Open Radio, can I borrow Bully Ray for Nick Gage? No, these motherfuckers want to wrestle Nick Gage. Because the veterans that's still alive, that was basically know how to walk, unlike Shawn Michaels. That's why Chris Jericho is better than Shawn Michaels, because he's still doing the labors of Jericho, going against Nick Gage, winning AEW titles when Shawn Michaels could barely walk. So kill that discussion. Chris Jericho is the fucking GOAT. The Nick Gage match made him the GOAT. When he won the title against Hangman, that made him the GOAT over Shawn Michaels. Get the fuck out of here. Chris Jericho is Tom fucking Brady. Alright? Now let's get back to the task at hand. Bully Ray and Nick Gage would be one of the most physical matches you'll ever see. Because Bully Ray always been physical. And Bully Ray knows how to be create himself. Just like Jericho. Aces of Eights was a hard-ass faction. Wasn't he in the Million Dollar Mafia too? I might stand corrected. Let me know. But Bully Ray should get over, man. He was the booker for Ring of Honor, and it was good until they let Delirious take it. But Nick Gage is on everybody's bucket list. I know it's motherfuckers like Randy Orton that's probably like, yeah, I'm going to do Nick Gage, Vince. Our shit kind of stale. Bring Nick Gage. Let him come over here. And Vince is like, the corporate, you know, we're corporate now. We don't want to do that. But, you know, Kevin Owens, he called out Stone Cold. You don't think Kevin Owens wants to go against Nick Gage? You know how awesome Nick Gage versus Kevin Owens would be? Kevin Owens would get down and dirty. I know Matt Riddle would do it. He's an indie. He, he would want to fight Nick Gage in a death match. Randy Orton, will he do it? Is he too big of a superstar? But Randy Orton's 42. He's 20 years of excellence. He might be that guy that says, I would do everything, Vince. Bring Nick Gage here, and this crowd will fucking erupt in WWE. But what about this dream match? You see, MJF put a bag on Jericho's head, and that was one of the labors that Nick Gage had to fight Chris Jericho. We just seen Stone Cold, Stone Cold stun Vince McMahon. You think MJF has a bag? Imagine the bag that Vince can give, you know, Nick Gage to go against Stone Cold? Have Stone Cold come come for like our parents? Like, you know, like like they do a, 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 a show like a Raw in Texas or something. Or do another WrestleMania and Stone Cold comes out there. And Vince McMahon was like, I'm tired of you, you know, embarrassing me, getting me in the stunner. I own this company. I'm tired of you stomping a mud hole in your ass. But now I got a, a, a tough son of a bitch that's just as tough as you. And he brings out Nick fucking Gage. And we got Nick Gage calling out Stone Cold. And you know Stone Cold ain't turning down nothing. And he goes against Nick Gage in a blood-filled physical bloodbath match. And Stone Cold can make it work. He he still has that psychology, that physicality, just like Chris Jericho. So I feel like Nick Cage is a motherfucker that everybody want to call out and have a match against. Kenny Omega, you had that death match against him in, uh, you had a death match against Jericho at the first ever full gear. Imagine if, I don't know if Kenny Omega and um, Nick Cage would work, but if Kenny asks for it, he'll get it. If Randy asks for it, he might not get it. Owens asks for it, he might not get it. Riddle asks for it, he might not get it. But they'll probably want it. Because if Bully Ray wants it, Jericho wants it, Moxley wants it. Other people want it with Nick Gage. Because that's just, he does death matches like no other. 
And then that announcer, shout out to the hate club. Rest in peace, Nate Hatred. And rest in peace, his brother, Justin Payne. It's the god of this shit. The king of this shit. I'm not as good as he is, so I'm probably getting it all mixed up. But if Stone Cold asks for it, Stone Cold will get it. I don't know about the other three WWE superstars, but we've seen the biggest stars in wrestling call out Nick Gage. Now we got one of the biggest stars in wrestling history and biggest podcasters in wrestling history calling out Nick Gage. Nick Gage is that nigga, or I should say wrestler, but he is real like a nigga, but he is that dude that everybody wants on that bucket list. Before they retire, while they still got their wits to them, let's, let us do a Nick Gage man. into an AEW show. Make ROH look good. And that's what they did. Like, they had the woman's main event, AEW Dynamite, Mercedes Martinez and Deonna Perrazzo for the Ring of Honor women's title. 
And Deanna Perrazzo and Mercedes Martinez, they're vets in the game. They've been in a lot of places, NXT, Impact. And Deanna Perrazzo finally found her footing in Impact. And Mercedes Martinez went through a physical main event with her and ended up winning the match. The Rampage was weak. I mean, there was no Young Bucks, no Kenny. I thought the Super Elite would have like a six-time or eight-tag team thing, and they didn't do anything. And it was some mid-card matches that was good. Dante Martin and uh, Ray Phoenix was good. Then you had Hook um, get an offer from Dan Howlinson. Uh, Hook didn't accept it. Got a bag of chips. Then we had this match between Tony Storm and Ruby Soho against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Where Tony Storm and, you know, Britt Baker took their victory. Huge upset. Some people might think it wasn't an upset. But now I see the method of madness with Tony Khan giving Baltimore a weak-ass card. I didn't go to it. But he's trying to get Ring of Honor over. Baltimore's Ring of Honor's hometown. Jay Lethal even came out on a on Rampage. Or was that AEW? I didn't um, notice, but... Plus, you got to recognize that AEW has double or nothing coming. And they don't want their wrestlers to extend themselves so much where they would have a weak double or nothing. Because they only have four pay-per-views that were $50 a piece and they do huge numbers. So you can't have a weak pay-per-view. I remember, was it last, two years ago they had All Out and it was so weak. But the double or nothings was fucking awesome leading up to that. And I think the wrestler was... The wrestlers was out of gas about time All Out came, and it was in Jacksonville, so it wasn't the energy they had in Chicago. So I forgive Tony for giving us that weak-ass card. It did have the Blackpool Combat Club in it, but, I mean, the card for the card was lackluster. Uh, so AEW lost the week to WWE. That's all I got to say as far as critically acclaimed and ratings. So, um, but I know what they was trying to do. They was trying to get Ring of Honor over. And that's a, that's a smart thing. Put them on dynamite. And in ring, it was real good. But on paper, if I'm looking at that card, I'm not spending money on tickets. That's why they sold the tickets to y'all without showing y'all the card. And y'all y'all got a weak-ass fucking dynamite and, and uh, rampage. And I knew this shit was going to be weak because it wasn't in Baltimore. It was in Catonsville where Ring of Honor used to do their little 6,000 uh, people shows. And then the shows was empty. They was dry as shit. So I forgive AEW for having that weak-ass card. I know a lot of fans won't. My boy Eric from the Wrestling Enthusiast, he's an independent enthusiast, he said that was a throwaway show. But he also said Baltimore might have got heat for finding them for having that blood in that match at full gear. So I hope Tony Khan forgives Baltimore because the most over nigga in Baltimore podcast wise is forgiving you Tony Khan for giving us that weak ass AEW dynamite and that weak ass rampage. So we can forgive each other come back to Baltimore City at the first Marion Arena or have a stadium show. We got two of the most beautiful stadiums in the world. M&T Bank Stadium and Birdland, Camden Yards. Do it big. Prove people wrong. Do a stadium show, AEW. You know we support it. 